Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. Titled, 406 Not Acceptable. Okay. Oof. This episode, it is... It is a rough one, man. It's a real, real rough one. And kind of a big... The entire episode is one giant gray area. And it's handled so, so brilliantly. So... This episode... Uh, Elliot has gotten into the virtual realty proxy server, so he's got that information. Now he just needs the login credentials to transfer funds. To do that, he needs Olivia's boss to log in. To do that, he needs to get her to call him for something important enough to get his attention. Now... The way Elliot goes about doing this, to call it morally compromising, would be an understatement. What he does is scummy. It is by far the worst thing he's ever done in this show. Worse than 5-9, worse than his involvement in the cyber bombings, worse than anything he's ever done, because he is consciously doing it, and it's not just a thing he set out to do with good intentions that had unintended consequences, or a thing just some other part of him did without his control. Like, this is something he consciously does. It is... Borderline sociopathic, and that's me being generous. Like, if he if he wasn't doing this for the betterment of every single person on the earth and didn't and, and wasn't very clearly uncomfortable with doing what he does, I'd call it evil. It's the closest to evil that Elliot has gotten in this show. And it does provide an amazing glimpse at like, okay. Is this really the righteous cause we think it is? Is this truly worth it? Uh, It's this great exploration, this great, like, weighing of morality. But anyway, kind of should 
talk about what Elliot actually does for a second. What he does, he walks into Olivia's apartment with a couple of peppermint mochas. One of which is spiked with Oxy that he got from Leon, who's now freelance. Good for him. Uh, (laughs) Walks in with two peppermint mochas, gives one to Olivia... And it's like, I need to talk to you about your clients at Cyprus National Bank. And then unloads on her all this Days Group stuff. Admits to hacking her and is like, you need to do this right now. And Olivia's like, no, get out. And Elliot, like, this is one of those moments that he kind of, like, starts to weigh the morals. Like, you see him almost hesitate. You see him about to leave. And then he's like... What happens if you fail a drug test? You lose your kid, right? Well, you just took some Oxy. So, you're not clean anymore. Do this, or I make sure you lose your kid. Oh my god, this is such a scummy move. This is such a scummy move. And like, see, here's the thing. It's one of those moments where it's just like, is there a good scenario here? Because he did it, and now he's done an unspeakably terrible act. Uh, Olivia herself tells him flat out, like, hey, you just drugged an addict. I can't have a slip. I will go back into addiction. You just ruined my life. Maybe they won't find out about this one. But if I know myself at all, I'm going to start using again because of this. And they're going to find out about those uses and I'm going to lose my kid forever. You just ruined my life. There's no scenario where I my life isn't ruined now. So he did that and it was also unspeakable. But also, like, it's one of those moments of like, well, do you have a better idea? Like... And honestly, I can't think of any other way he could have found around this. Like, he could have, like, launched this big, complicated hack uh, into Cyprus, uh, got one person's credentials, and said, I want to transfer funds, and gotten the guy on the horn. But, like, the Days Group meeting is literally tonight, in several hours, like, He can't wait that long. He can't go around to do this. Olivia's the most direct path. And, like, he has to make sure she said yes. But also, like, does he have to make sure in this way? Like, uh, it's, uh, it's just one big gray area. This whole move by Elliot. And it is made even worse. The effects are compounded when Olivia goes into the bathroom, takes the razor blade that she kept in that one oxy bottle, and slits her wrists. Because her life's over anyway. Remember, uh, if she hates herself enough to start using again, she might as well kill herself. That was her own mantra. And Elliot rushes to stop the bleeding. 
And we're not entirely sure if it's more because he doesn't want her to die or if it's more because he still needs her. Like, this is how morally compromised Elliot is by this whole adventure. Like, we don't know what his primary goal in saving her life was. Like, that's probably the most disgusting part is that it's never made clear. Eventually, she does what he asks because he mentioned that the Deus group were involved in this massacre. Uh, her mom died in said massacre, so she wants to topple them as much as he does. But she also makes it very clear that she might work for monsters, but he is a monster himself. And he's the worst kind because he doesn't know it. But he got the login credentials one step closer to taking down the Deus group. But at what cost? Like, he just portrayed every sense of morality he ever had. Like, it is, it's disturbing. It's a disturbing image, quite frankly. And just utterly heartbreaking. This whole plot line is just devastating in every possible way. Mr. Robot, uh, freaking watching from the sidelines as Elliot just goes completely off the deep end. He also makes a real, he has a really great line in his narration where he's like, we all watched it. And none of us did anything. It's like, it's... Oh, it's perfect. So, so freaking great. It's so well handled. And I love everything about it. Meanwhile, uh, Darlene and Dom have a nice little reunion. At gunpoint. Yay? Question mark? Uh, She's there looking for Elliot. So she's trying to squeeze Darlene for Elliot's location. Darlene won't give him up. But uh, she can get the signal location off of Darlene's phone. And so she reports just as much to Janice. Who's like, okay, we don't need Darlene. Kill her. And Dom immediately was like, wait, what? And Janice was like, yeah, you said it yourself. We don't need her. Do it. Or your family dies. Uh, Which puts Dom in such an incredibly well-handled position. Like, just... Because on the one hand, she needs to save her family. But on the other hand, she does not want to murder Darlene. Not only is she not a killer just in general, but... We made it very clear just a couple of episodes ago that Dom very clearly still has a thing for Darlene because she was masturbating to her interrogation videos. So there was that. And Janice is basically like, okay, we'll come at 3.30. She better be dead. She better be dead by then. And we get this amazing scene where Dom just pushes Darlene into the bathroom, into the bathtub, holds a gun to her head. Darlene's begging for her life. 
and it's just like, Dom, you don't have to do this. You have, have to do this. This isn't you. I understand. I ruined your life. I own that. Like, you were right. I was wrong. But, like, this isn't you. Like, we can stop them. I have a plan. And all of this is just crescendo, crescendo, crescendo. Honestly, like, it really was uncertain whether or not Dom would pull that trigger. Like, I remember watching this episode for the first time and thinking, I honestly don't know how this is going to play out. I honestly have no idea which direction this is going to go, because Dom is very clearly weighing both options. Eventually, though, she decides not to kill her and just pistol whips her into unconsciousness. Eventually, she regains consciousness. Dom and Darlene have a little talk. Darlene's like, hey, I'm sure... That night we spent together for you was when everything went to shit. But for me, it was actually kind of nice. Ah, uh, and all that. And then Dom runs out of time. Getting very close to 3.30. Getting very close to the moment where Janice catches Dom having not killed Darlene. And so Dom tries to stage this whole thing where Darlene shoots Dom. And she's just like, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. You attacked me before I knew what was happening, I was dead. That's what happened. Pull the trigger, pull the trigger, pull the trigger. I've wanted to do this for two months. I couldn't do it. Just pull the trigger. But of course, before Darlene can do anything and make any form of choice, Janice walks in and is like, huh, well, sucks for you. This is going to be very painful for you. We're not going to kill you. You're still too useful for us. But... It's going to go bad. It's going to go bad very, very quickly. And then she turns her attention to Darlene and is like, Give me the phone, give me the phone, give me the phone. And Darlene wiped it. So now they're both. At the mercy of Janice. Meanwhile, Vera has Krista held captive. Trying to get her to spill everything she knows about Elliot. Tells the story of the bully and the little bitch. And the baseball bat. Every word of that is like menacing and incredible. Jesus Christ. Elliot Villar. As Fernando Vera. I don't think I've talked about him nearly enough. He's amazing in this show. I love him every second he's on screen. He's so, so freaking good. And he nails it in this episode in particular. But he's got Krista tied down. He's intimidating her, intimidating her, intimidating her. At one point threatens her new boyfriend and all that. And then Krista caves and is like, okay, there's a file. Look for September 2015. Look for Elliot's name. You'll find Mr. Robot. That's the way to break him. And then we get the ending of this episode. Oh, by the way, I especially love the moment where Krista calls Vera out on very obviously being the little bitch in the story. Very obviously being the one to beat in the bully's face with a baseball bat. And Vera just looks at her for a minute and it's like, did you just call me a little bitch? <laughs> and it, it's such a great moment where it's just like, oh no, very unstable person, just accidentally insulted him, 
this is gonna go bad very quickly. And then, of course, because Vera's just that insane, he's like laughing and is like, oh, I like you. Not even my bitch can call me a little bitch. Like, <laughs> he's, he's just that warped. And... Anyway, we have the ending. Krista calls Elliot and it's like, I was just... I, I, I was just kidnapped by Vera. He let me go. He made me give him all this information about you. Uh, please meet me. And so Elliot goes to meet her and then immediately gets captured by Vera's goons. Okay, so... There's an episode tomorrow. Picking up on this thread. That might be one of the greatest hours of television in the history of the medium. I'm very excited to talk about it. It is freaking perfection. Oh my god. I can't wait. Get ready for something special. I'm just going to leave it at that. And yes, it will still be Christmas Day next episode. (laughs) It will be Christmas Day now and forever. Oh my god. It lasts for, like, five years in this universe. Christmas Day is, like, Hanukkah times a thousand in this universe. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's simple as just to press a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined, to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledge this dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 7. Talk to you then.